Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, September 9th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read from Genesis today, but before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may we know you more intimately in the reading and hearing and discussing of your word. May your word become a part of us bringing light into our lives. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our passage is from Genesis, the first chapter, verses 26 through 31a. This passage is an account from the first creation account in Genesis of the sixth day. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God he created them, male and female he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything he had made, and indeed, it was very good. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to to God. God. Tara, how are you, and what's been bringing you joy lately? I'm good. I just got home from Highlands, North Carolina. I have had the same group of, there are eight of us preachers from different areas of the country, and we have, oh gosh, we've been together, um, and it is like a marriage at this point. It sounds like been (laughs) together, right? For um, maybe six, eight years, I don't know, but we met together. We planned Advent and Christmas Eve, and we laughed a lot. Um, so as it is with all good trips, I'm a little tired, but it was a great, great start to my week. What about you? How That's are you? lovely. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I have just been really enjoying our Wednesday night live program that we do uh, at the church, and we've been doing theme nights, and we had fiesta night last night, and it was a blast, and you could just see so much joy with each of the kids and adults and so it was a lot of fun that's awesome uh but to our scripture how are we to read the creation stories in genesis do you think this is a historical account or how what is this supposed to do for us 
So um, this, the first five books of the Bible, we consider the prehistory. So they are stories that were oral and written down much later. And they are stories that are passed on from one generation to the next, not to tell people how things happened, but to tell them who created us, who is this, um, who is God and what is God for us and who are we supposed to be? And so I love this passage because it tells us that in God's good creation, God created humanity in God's image, imago dei in the Latin, right? And that we are created in God's image, not because we are to be little gods or because we are exactly like God, but because we are called to, um, with the same love and care that God has shown the world in creation, we are to continue in that same love and care and to live to God's higher purpose. We are this created being um, that is to be, um, to remember that we have the capacity to be the best of who God wants us to be when we are turning from the sin that calls us to be the worst. Does that make any sense? What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. I think you said it perfectly of that, you know, these scriptures are telling us about who God is and who we are in relation to God. And if we, you know, uh, we can get bogged down in, did it literally exactly happen like this? Then I think that's asking the wrong question. Uh, it's, it's a distraction from what the beauty of the text is saying. What the, our specific text is saying in this passage is that we have been given this uh, incredible place in the world by God, uh, that God loves us so intimately uh, and knows us so intimately that we have been uh, created to be image bearers of God's grace and love and compassion and justice in the world. Um, and that God is creator. And, and when you hold those two things in tension, uh, not intention, but together, uh, that God is both the magnificent creator of the world and God has created humanity in God's image, then the creator and all-powerful being of the world has chosen humans to be this specifically beautiful thing. And so that, uh, again, you hold both of those and, and you see something new in who God is. I am struck uh, when I read this this time, like the, just the incredible generosity of God. Hmm. Um, here, see all that I have created and I'm giving it to you. Hmm. I'm just giving it to you. I am giving you this beautiful world to live in. I am giving you animals. I am giving you food and seed. I am I'm just handing it over to mm -hmm. you. And this kind of generosity that I think makes our human stinginess in any situation look even more crude. Hmm. Um, but to just say, I'm, I'm giving you all of this. Um, and then we are called to care for it, I think, with the same love and care. You know, the problem with generosity, I think, is that oftentimes we attribute what we have and who we are to ourselves instead of realizing how much um, of our lives is just God's grace. I would argue that even making good decisions 
is because in some way God has shown you grace and love through another person or in some way that you're able to make those decisions. Hmm. So, um, but then again, I'm probably really into predestination. (laughs) (laughs) In this passage, you know, God has given us meaning. Uh, He gives us in, in, in response to that generosity that you mentioned that this is, this is a calling to what we are supposed to do in the world. I don't know about you, but when I feel that I am doing something meaningful uh, in a job or in my work or in my life, like life is just so much better. Uh, yeah. it, it, being here, and whether that's been given to me by someone else or I find it on my own. Uh, and at the very beginning, I think especially as Americans, where we struggle for meaning so desperately all the time uh, that that we have been given uh, the gift of a calling to care uh, and in that we can find meaning. I'm going to leave us with a quote from one of the wisest and nicest people I know. It's Dr. William Brown. He was my Old Testament professor at Columbia and he has written a lot about God's good creation. He's written As God in Genesis 1 is no imperious warrior, so human beings are not conquerors of creation. Absent is any hint of the savage competition for resources. God's gift of sustenance is one of abundance, not scarcity, and to be shared, not hoarded. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.